We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Business Matters presented by Bally First, a division of First West Credit Union, where we delve into the stories and insights of leaders and change makers in our community. I'm your host, Rob Capello, and today we're joined by Jeffrey Schoon, Wealth Advisor at Bally First. Jeffrey, thanks for joining me this morning. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. It's a pleasure. No problem. So I'm sure many of us are listening probably have asked the question to ourselves, how much do I need to retire? And well, the answer is going to be different for everyone, obviously. So we hope today to answer some of those questions and maybe just get you thinking about what kind of lifestyle you want in retirement, because obviously that's going to make a big difference on how much you're going to need. But before we do, I'm curious, Jeffrey, we just chat a little bit about um, I'm curious what you're, what you're hearing, sensing, how are things are going with members right now? I know there's a lot of like, you know, I want to say uncertainty going on in the economy. I'm just curious what you're hearing and, and sensing from members right now. Yeah, I think uncertainty is probably an understatement uh, <laughs> right now. Um, you know, if we go back kind of just over the last four years or so, um, yeah, uh, lots going on, um, kind of at, uh, in the economy at, at a, a national level, you know, uh, policy kind of stuff. But then, of course, um, we're looking at how that trickles down and, and impacts, you know, the regular folks, you and I and, and everybody listening. And um, yeah, I think uh, when people are, are planning, um, uncertainty is, um, you know, it's, uh, it provides a little level of confusion and and worry and, and, you know, am I doing things right? Am I planning properly? And um, so, yeah, when we're thinking about, you know, retirement planning and, and other, other types of financial planning, you know, I think a lot of it is about removing some of that uncertainty, some of that unknown, um, you know, that peace of mind that comes with a plan uh, is really important. Interesting. So I'm curious, Jeffrey, what's your role as Wealth Advisor at What sort of day-to-day um, uh, do you, how do you work with your members? Yeah, so uh, on a day-to-day -day, uh, level, it's really about, um, you know, we do a lot of the investment management side of things in the wealth advisor role. Uh, but uh, I think more importantly than that is the financial planning that comes around with it. And so uh, with our members at Valley First and, and, and those that are coming to see us, uh, it's about focusing on the financial plan first. Um, understanding someone's goals, needs, worries, um, their current financial position, you know, what they're looking to accomplish. And then it's only once we understand that and we can create that financial plan, then we get into, you know, the investment management side of things and, and how do we actually implement this plan. Um, but, uh, but yeah, definitely those, those two things would be uh, the, the big focus of the day-to-day -day part of the job. That's great. And how long have you been at Valley First? Oh, we're coming up on six years here now. Okay. Yeah. Worn a couple different hats in your roles there, or you've been sort of in the wealth advisor sort of role for a while? Uh, started out in the senior financial advisor role. And so you definitely get a lot of crossover. Uh, but uh, in, you know, when you're thinking about a financial advisor, 
Um, usually uh, there's a little bit more as far as, you know, some of the lending, some of right. the day-to-day -day banking, things like that um, in the wealth advisor role, a little bit more focused on um, the investment side of things. I'm always curious too, is what, what got you into sort of banking? Like what, where, where it was, was that out of school? Like what, what got you into sort of the, the industry? Yeah, a little bit by accident. I think that's how people end in a career. Uh, I uh, I started out uh, with one of the big banks, and uh, yeah, it was uh, my family was banking with them. I had finished up school, and uh, like a lot of people, didn't really know what I was going to do next. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, we were around the around the bank one day and uh, chatting with with some people there, and they kind of asked, "Yeah, hey, you're done school. What are you planning on doing?" And <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> us. and uh and as they say the rest is history uh interesting so um thanks for that let's talk about retirement it's kind of what we're here to talk about obviously so i'm curious like why do you think that question i that i said when i started is how much do i need to retire why do you think that's such an important question for people and it, it's kind of the first thing that comes to mind when people think retirement yeah um there, there's a few key things there but i think when we look at more the kind of the personal side of things, um, you know, you know, we talked about the uncertainty, we talked about the worry and retirement is a, is a big uncertainty. Um, you know, what's that going to look like? And in this day, you know, people are of course living longer and longer. Uh, retirement might represent, you know, one third of their life. And, uh, and if you're, you know, not working, you don't, you know, you're accustomed to that every two weeks or once a month paycheck. And now you're switching, you know, you're maybe getting some pension, you know, government pension, private pension, you know, some personal savings, other things. Uh, but it's a, yeah, a lot more uncertain where that income is coming from. Right. And, uh, and then I think on top of that, you know, people have a, a vision of what retirement might look like. And maybe that's a vision they've created themselves. Uh, maybe they see the people around them, see their parents, uh, how they retired. And so, yeah, it's about um, realizing that vision that people have for retirement. Interesting. Um, where our, you know, we see all the stuff on social media, how amazing it is in retirement. So we think it's going to be like that sometimes. But um, what consideration, like what should people think about when they're figuring out how much they might need to save for retirement? And I know it's different for everybody. I'm sure it's not, but there's maybe some key things that people can actually considerations they can think of. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, I even I know there's numbers floating around out there, which uh, I always get a chuckle out of. Uh, but as you say, it's different for everybody. And um, so, you know, there's some kind of uh, you know quick hitters off the top. You know, are you married? Are you single? Um, you know, a little bit around life expectancy and health, which is always tricky. You know, a lot of speculation there. Um, we talked about you know the sources of income, so. Uh, someone with a with a really you know strong pension plan uh, probably doesn't need as much as someone without a pension plan. Um, when do you want to retire? Of course, uh, you know we have Freedom Fifty Five is is that still a thing? Um, <laughs> play a big role in it. Uh, some people don't want to retire. Some people in, you know really enjoy what they're doing and, and they don't want to. Um, so there's a number of kind of those types of things. But then when we get into the specifics of the finances. Um, really what we're diving into is um, cost of lifestyle 
Yeah. Uh, so not just the, the day-to-day, which of course is very important, but also, you know, bigger items. You know, you've uh, you've retired, you've probably found that you've got a little bit more time on your hands. Um, are you looking to take vacations? Are you, you know, are you the type of person to upgrade your car every few years? Uh, you know, we think here in Kelowna, where do you want to retire? We know Kelowna is very expensive. Of course, we've got, you know, Vancouver, Toronto, other places that are very expensive. Uh, and so, um, yeah, deciding where you want to retire and then, uh, and then we get into the specifics, too, of, you know, how you can store income in other assets, you know, whether or not you own a property or not. Uh, do you plan to downsize right away on retirement or, or do you want to stay in your place as long as you can uh, might uh, determine sort of what level of, of income you can draw out of uh, that type of asset. Um, so, yeah, exactly. As you say, there's a lot of uh, different things involved, uh, but I think the first step is really understanding your lifestyle cost. And, and I would hazard a guess that, that a lot of people don't know that answer. Uh, and so, you know, even, even if you're a long ways out from retirement, I would challenge people to just pull up their bank account statement, pull out the credit card statement, you know, grab a few months and just start to add it up and really get an idea of, of what your lifestyle cost is, uh, because that'll go a long ways in determining how much you need to save. Interesting. Is there a danger in someone obsessing over a specific number they have to save though? Like, it, I mean, I, I would think there is, but I mean, you see it more than I do. So is are there dangers around obsessing sort of just trying to get to a certain number? Absolutely. Uh, and, and you can really obsess over it and, and when I, you know, when I'm looking at financial planning, yeah, there, it's about the numbers and the academics and, and, you know, we can make some recommendations based off of your typical investor profile, uh, but, uh, but everybody is different. And so there's that risk of getting into a little bit of the, the keep up with the Joneses sort right. of scenario. Uh, and, and you don't know, you know, your, your neighbor with the, with the expensive truck in, in the driveway you don't know if they paid cash for it or financed it. Yeah. Um, you know, someone's house, you don't know how much borrowing they have on it. And so we see those around us and, and we want to match that lifestyle. But it's such an individual thing um, that, uh, that, yeah, I think that can really um, sort of torment you, so to speak, from a, from a mental health perspective. Um, and then when you're actually getting into the planning side of things, uh, you can end up in a scenario where maybe you're taking on too much risk or not enough risk uh, to achieve your goals because you're just focused on that number. Uh, whereas, yeah, we want to make sure that uh, we um, take a suitable level of risk that fits with someone's investor profile, that fits with their end retirement needs. Um, and, and so, yeah, uh, when we're making recommendations, it's not just about... Um, you know, is someone taking on enough risk for their returns? But the other way around, if someone doesn't need to take risk, then, uh, then you know, we'd support that as well, that uh, we don't want to take undue risk. And, and so that's where, yeah, focusing on sort of whatever that generic number is out there uh, can definitely lead someone astray. I'm curious, you, you talk a lot of people to a lot of people or a lot of your members about retirement and you're working with them. Have you uncovered any sort of like interesting insights or anything you've seen talking to members over the past few years on retirement? Yeah, the, the big thing in, you know, the, the your financial side of things is really a, a tool to help you achieve that retirement you're looking for. 
And so, you know, as we were saying before, people are, you know, uh, their retirement years are a lot longer than maybe they once were. And so what I found in, in talking to people and, and, you know, even talking to family and friends is um, there's a big change when you go from from working and in, in, into retirement. It's, you know, you go to work, you've got maybe set times you're at work, you know, there's structure, someone is telling you what to do, you have goals, and, and that can really keep you motivated. Now you flip into retirement, you're kind of setting your own schedule, you're deciding what you want to do every day. And, uh, and that's hard. That's a really big adjustment for people, um, you know, that that slow down potentially. So for me, then, you know, in, in seeing how everybody um, carries a different lifestyle in retirement, the big thing then that I'm focusing on is how do we um, use financial planning as a tool to accomplish those goals in retirement, whatever they might look like. Interesting. So what about the younger generation? I'm curious, like, for those that are a little bit younger, what advice would you share with them to start maybe saving for a plan for retirement earlier? Like what, what and I know they're probably not thinking about it at a younger age, but, but what, what's some advice maybe you have for the younger generation? You, you know, our, our parents' advice still holds true <laughs> to this day. Um, you know, it's about start early, start small. Uh, and, uh, you know, so for most people, that means, um, you know, just setting up a, a regular automatic contribution. Um, lots of people have programs through their work, uh, maybe group RSPs and things like that. Uh, but, uh, you know, whether it's um, doing something like, you know, $25 a paycheck, something that's small enough that you probably won't even notice that it's gone. And then, you know, when you get that promotion, when you get that raise, when, you know, you come into a little bit of unexpected money, it's about bumping that up a little bit each time uh, so that when you do get those raises, it's not all going to lifestyle uh, that you're finding the right balance. Um, and then the, uh, the other big piece that I especially focus on with younger people, um, they'll have a lot of other goals other than just retirement. And retirement can seem a long ways off when yeah. you're trying to buy a house, when you're establishing your career, um, you know, when you're buying a vehicle, when you're having kids. And so uh, I really focus on separating out those goals. Uh, a lot of times when we start out, we're saving in, in one bucket and, you know, we'll call it the retirement bucket, but it's really, um, you know, you're pulling out of that bucket when it's time to buy the house, you're pulling out of that bucket when it's time to go on vacation, buy the car, all those things. And, you know, 30, 40 years down the road, this retirement account, your retirement plan, there's nothing there. <laughs> and so, yeah, so the focus really is how do we split out these goals? How do we save for them separately to make sure that each goal on its own is on track? Well, I think there's something to be said around like balancing living for today and then saving for tomorrow as well. Right. I mean, you still like there's, if you're younger, there are things, like you said, there's, you know, there's a house you might want to buy kids go to school. Like, so you need to balance a little bit, but I love how you said, like, it's the small things, right? 20, start at 25 bucks a paycheck, like start at $50. You don't have to conquer it all at once sort of thing. So I love that's, you know, good advice to kind of on a small bit, but I'm curious, this is always something I think about now with, um, there's a lot of sort of like, I don't know, we want to call it financial technology out there, like AI advisors. And the, like, you see all this stuff I mentioned, social media. I'm curious, 
do you see any of this stuff come up in discussion with members? And do you feel personally, do you feel like it's hurt? Like her people planning because they're seeing things that are maybe unrealistic. Like, do you, do you encounter any of that stuff? Because I see it all over social media, been in the industry we are in. I see it all over the place. But what's your thought from, an, from a wealth advisor point of view on that? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I see it lots. I, I, and I really encourage my, my members uh, that if they see stuff out there, they're hearing something from a friend, they watched a video on YouTube, uh, you know, bring those questions to me. Let's chat about them. Uh, you know, there's lots of great advice out there and there's probably some not so great advice. <laughs> and so how do we distinguish between the two? And then, you know, take some of those ideas that are out there and then actually personalize them to someone's situation, uh, I think is really important. Um, and you know what, just like everything we see out there, a healthy bit of skepticism is, is probably a good thing. Um, you know, you know, challenging and questioning what you're seeing is, is always important. Well, I think it's important. I think that leads to sort of um, like personal finance education, right? Really understanding. I think that's the value. I, you know, I've, you know, I've talked to so many people on your guys's team, and I think that's a real strength for Valley First is that you guys can really offer that education side to your members, right? Like, so you, you're not on an island by yourself with a wealth advisor. You have a team that you can bring in. So I think that's the being able, if you have questions, to come in and talk to yourself. And if you can't answer it, you have someone on your team that you can bring in about estate planning, whatever it may be. And I think there's a real value you of just personally educating yourself and really understanding your finances right so absolutely they say knowledge is power right and um the the biggest thing that i uh you know really rewarding in my job is someone comes into my office uh, you know they're they're nervous almost it's like going to the doctor and what are they going to tell me what have i been doing wrong uh, yeah. or going to the dentist no i haven't been fl uh, flossing the last year. Right. <laughs> uh, but when we can sit down and we can have that open conversation we can you know maybe challenge some of the things that are causing worry and fear and and set up a plan that that can ease some of that uh, you know, so the biggest thing, um, you know, when someone's walking out of my office and just to hear, you know, I learned a lot today, that makes me feel so much better. Uh, it's pretty powerful stuff. That's great. So we tried to cover as much as we could today in our on our call, but people might have some more questions around just figuring out their retirement plan. Like, so where, where, how can someone get more information or help figuring this? So what's the best way for them to do that? So working with a trusted advisor is is crucial. And you kind of even mentioned a little bit there about, you know, AI and, and online and other investing. And, um, and and those are great options and programs. But especially if you're getting started out and, and you're building that plan out for the first time, uh, working with an advisor, uh, you know, going through the process, really understanding kind of where you're at right now, where you want to go. And, and uh, lots of places, of course, Valley First for sure, um, you know, we'll do that financial planning. There's no charge. There's no obligation. It's about getting our members the information that they need to thrive. Yeah, and I think that's, that's excellent. I encourage people all the time to reach out to you guys because you're, um, you know, and... Uh, 
as we wrap up, I think what what you need for retirement and what retirement looks like is so different for everybody, right? So I encourage people to reach out to yourself or your team members because that's what you guys are there to do. So Jeffy, thank you so much. You've shared some great tidbits for people today. So thank you so much for uh, joining me today and uh, discussing retirement. Yeah, thanks so much, Rob. And uh, yeah, always happy to do it. Awesome. So uh, if you enjoyed today's episode, uh, we encourage you to please review and share the podcast. We can get the word out. And until next time, thank you for tuning into Business Matters and have a great day. Thanks, Jeffrey. Take care. Bye. You too. Bye. We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive.